0: Hey there, I'm Helen Ornelas, and I've been a life insurance, long-term care, and Medicare broker for over 20 years, helping thousands of clients during this time. I've come across all types of cases, questions, and calls from people who are in planning or in crisis and provided solutions. So welcome to the On Life podcast with Helen Ornelas. Listen, you know as well as I do that taking care of important things in life is motivating, empowering, and even inspirational. You're thinking, what does this look like? If you're a business owner, executive, or someone who wants to know, what do I need to know about life events, how to prepare, where can I get help, you're in the right place. These life events will be coming your way, and you will receive these phone calls from your family, siblings, in-laws, grandparents, business partners, and friends. What calls do you think are coming my way? Let's find out. I'll be sharing stories, solutions from me, my clients, providers of service, and others that can help you now or in the future. We have the toolbox here on Life, so if you're ready, let's get your toolbox loaded up. Hey there. Well, I guess it's morning where I'm at and afternoon where Trevor's at, but I want to welcome everyone to On Life with Helen, and we have Trevor Patching. He's going to be a monthly guest, and he's from the Atticus Group we're going to talk about specifically for business owners today or you know anyone that has the idea of what's keeping you up at night. It might be more than you think. And so Trevor's going to talk to us today about some ideas and experiences that business owners have thought they knew what was keeping them up at night, but then it was more. And so he's going to share some of those stories with us today. So welcome, Trevor, again. I'm so excited you're going to be a monthly guest. Keeping you up at night is going to be the theme for 2023. And so why don't you talk to me about uh, a business owner that you started to have a conversation about? Uh, Maybe that business owner, you know, had certain things that were keeping them up at night and they wanted to tackle. But then during the process of peeling the onion back, there was many more things. So why don't you share with me and welcome.
1: Well, thanks, Heather. It's great to be here again, and I'm excited to to be doing this on a monthly basis with yeah, you. Yeah, me too. So that's awesome. So yeah, so we were talking, you and I, about, you know, obviously what we do is we sit and talk with companies, we consult with them. Right. Truly, what are the pressure points in their business? So is it is it the CC suite executive that's demanding equity in their business, or... Is it that the, the highly paid technicians you know, that everyone's fighting over? And the answer to that, of course, is yes. But right. what we're now starting to find is that when we're sitting down and talking to our clients and prospective clients, that you know we present you know the kind of what we do and how we do it and our approach, and usually yeah nine times out of ten. everyone's pretty certain, okay, this is my problem. It's my doctor. So we were talking to, for example, a group that are backed by private equity and their business model is to acquire doctors' practices and provide back office services so they've got economies of scale and build that build that group. And they said, our problem are doctors. We lose a doctor, we lose the doctor, we lose his staff, we lose his patients, and it costs us between half a million to one point five million dollars per wow. practice that we leave. And he said that the non competes that we have are useless. Right. And that there's now new legislation being enacted that makes non competes even more useless. But legally more useless. Right, right. He's, so that was his problem, right? So we said, okay, great, no problem. He's got, I don't know, 40, 40 doctors. And we said, that's pretty straightforward. We can just, a no problem, right? So we then made to other, you know, his team and then, you know, so on and so forth. Then they say to us, actually, we've been thinking about this. <laughs> and whilst these doctors leaving us are a problem, the, another real issue in our business are the people making 18 twenty dollars an hour right people making you know, 36 forty thousand dollars and it's not that these people are mission critical per se but the sheer turnover right in that space in that job and you know they have a lot of you know there's a lot of people now doing that function right. You know, turnover, magnitude of the turnover is a significant drain on resources, attention to detail, quality of delivery at the point of, of service. Right,
0: and that constant turnover could end up costing for that position one hundred twenty thousand a year when you keep replacing it over and over and over again.
1: Absolutely, you know, and you're not building up the skills and the knowledge and so on. So he said, we have a real problem in that area, and we're like, okay. So this is where it gets interesting, Helen. That, and we've had several examples of that as well, where you know companies are just saying, "Ah, we have." And so, a lot of the rules that surround our our solutions are meant to be based. These solutions are only meant to be based for highly compensated executives, right? And we're all in, in the We're all familiar with that, right? But we we are able to build a plan which is compliant, that we put a plan in place which takes care of the executives and the highly compensated people at that level, but we build the plan bigger. So we put more gas in the tank, if you like, but we have enough, we have the ability to take care and fund any plan obligations that are created for the $18 an hour group. So if you remember, what we do is we help people design plans that give an employee an additional benefit over and above their 401k health, dental, and so on, which is meaningful enough that the employee doesn't want to go and job hop, right? Right? That's the bottom line, right? It's meaningful enough. And that's either a short term reward or it's a long term retirement type benefit. So if you put a plan in place, then if I promise Helen something in the future, I've now created a financial obligation.
0: Right. Because it's really hard for a 20 or 30 year old to really be thinking about retirement, right? They're thinking about their car payment. You know, can they pay their rent? What concert can they go to? They're just in a different place, maybe having their first kid, getting married. And all those things are very immediate for them. And so really retirement usually comes when they've got all that other stuff in place. And so taking it from a 20, 30-year-old, maybe even an early 40-year-old, what kind of incentive have you put in place with companies where they might go, oh, you know what, maybe I just need to get through this really bad day. And because I know XYZ is waiting out there for me in the very near future.
1: Right. So that the way that we design our shorter term plans right. is that, number one, they are performance based. So we're not just going to give somebody right. more money. Right. They have to either continue to perform at the requisite standard, or maybe they have to hit new or improved metrics, right? whatever it is that's going to make sense for the business owner to have that person continue to be working with them and make enough money for the business to then pay that additional reward. And what we do as well when we build that reward is we don't give it to them the second they've earned it. Right. Because that's just like another annual bonus. Right, right. And the value of that annual bonus disappears the second the checks cashed in the bank and then exactly. paid, right so there's yeah. no value to that. Yeah right? it's like
0: pulling the or pushing the button on the slot machine right
1: <laughs> okay. yeah exactly so immediate so,
0: gratification.
1: So what we do is we set up a plan that says every year you're going to qualify for this additional cash payment. But the payment will not be paid to you until you go through a vesting period. So it could, usually it's a three year vesting period. So if I qualify in 2023, Mm -hmm. I won't get paid until the first quarter of 2026. Right. So that, that payment has got to be meaningful because I've got to wait for it. Right. 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 We're talking 10 to 25% of their current salary. As as a cash bonus. So someone making $100,000, they they could have $25,000 being paid to them, you know, in year four. Right. Now, the benefit of this is if that is incentivized, that person, every year they're qualifying for that new payment.
0: So So once you hit that three-year mark, that bonus becomes annual
1: after that moving forward, correct? Correct. And... If I get paid out for my first year, I'm still owed two more years worth of bonuses.
0: Oh, so right? it's retroactive?
1: Well, think about it, right? So, 2023, I qualify for my, my 25,000.
0: Oh, interesting. Payable okay.
1: Payable in 2026. Right. 2024. Uh, I see. I qualify again. Okay. I another 25,000 payable in 2027. Got it. So once you get into that first year where they get paid, that's awesome. But now a competitor comes along and says, we want to hire you away right. from where you're at. Where well, it's much harder to hire me away now because I've got $50,000 of bonus payments that are coming to me. Right. Just by, by turning up and doing my job each year.
0: Right, because you've already earned it. So it's not, I got it now. Yeah, that's great. Right? Yeah. Can you make it, you know, for that person who's making, I don't know, we're in California, okay, so most people are making 20 to $25 an hour, minimally. You know, you as the employer can design that bonus level as to whatever you want to do. Is
1: that correct? Correct. And you can discriminate as well. Okay. So that's a dirty word. I know. Essentially because these are what's called non-qualified plans right then you can you can promise different payments and bonus payments to different people in the organization without fear of retribution
0: right cuz really it's an agreement between the company and the employee so yeah. yeah okay great
1: and then what and then there's other things you can add to that to maybe make the plan the incentive plan more attractive for example you could offer some disability insurance to that employee so that should they get during the course of work, you can top up their their income should they get disabled on top of any group benefits that you may have in place mm-hmm. for them. And it's not that expensive for the employer, but it could be a very valuable benefit to the employee.
0: Right. Yeah, I'd have to check in California because we're always different in California here. I mean, do you have any experience and this is probably off topic and a little bit too deep but you know in in my business everything's available except in the state of California you know <laughs> and so yeah. yeah so once you pay this whole bonus program and let's say okay now you know for 8 years I'm on this awesome program and now maybe this employee needs to be incorporated into more of a pension retirement mode right Mm-hmm. And so then you can offer both and or you could transition them. So what's your experience in that arena?
1: So you can definitely start off with a performance type plan. When people are performing to the level that you want them to, you can then offer them more of a tenure based plan. Which is Right. Just, I love you. You're doing great. We want to keep you. We want to keep you all of your working life. And this is the reward you get at the end of it. The problem is once you offer somebody a bonus plan, yes. it's hard to take it away from. I know,
2: right? <laughs>
1: right? So typically what we see is that it's another plan layered on top okay. for the employee. Now, so I know what you're thinking. This sounds very expensive, right? Right. And the answer is that there is, of course, a cost to these benefits, right? An right. absolute cost. If I promise you $100,000 in retirement, I have to write checks for $100,000 for your retirement. Right. But because our benefits are not being paid out immediately, what we do in our job is to help build an asset right, that will fund that future obligation And we do it in such a way that we promise you two things. One is over the cost, the lifetime of the plan, the plan will be cost neutral. It will not cost you a dollar. So whatever money you initially have to put out to fund the plan and pay any benefits in the interim, ultimately the plan will generate enough money to give you full cost recovery And also make a profit downstream. Now, this is not, you know, next week, next year.
0: Right. This is long-term planning. Right. Right.
1: But because of the nature of the long-term plans is that ultimately you do build up significant free cash flows for the business, which either are for the business or you can now offer more benefits to the employees downstream. Right. And we always build our plans with some wiggle room.
0: Right, right. And um you know, you don't have to start by covering everybody when you first put a plan like this in place. You can be very selective and see how it works and then continue to bring people on because you know, you might have some, you know, people that have been around for a while and you want to certainly keep those, but then as other employees see that this bonus opportunity is available or a pension in the future, that in itself can incentivize people to ask about how they can participate you know how do i get on that train right
1: that's absolutely correct so right the way that we see this is number 1 you've got to focus on getting the most bang for your buck right so when you're right. setting up a plan everyone has a, li- a budget a limited budget because you might love the plan that we put in front of you but you know if it requires resources resources right. Already be committed through the budget, so we have to be smart, right? So we have right. to make sure best bang for the buck, get the best value for what we do, and then the other thing as well is like all the best types of promotions and awards that are out there. You know, in our business, right, uh, rewards for the top people, right? Is that the plan itself can be an incentive to the other employees to up their game, right? What do I need to do as Trevor Patching to get this extra, to be eligible for this extra program, benefits program, that's now available to the company? Is it a promotion? Do I need to have high, what is it? So- Yeah, and
0: for some people, like a promotion is never really in their plan because maybe they're just so good in the position that they're at. You know what I mean? And so this helps them to- you know, I'm just going to be very open. Sometimes people get a promotion and they should have never taken it, right? Because they were so good at what they were doing, they just should have been incentivized and compensated to stay where they're at. And so, you know, a good example, I work with a lot of employee benefits brokers, right? Case managers are worth a million dollars, right? But then there's only so much you can pay them to do that job. And this is where this bonus program comes in And would be invaluable because, you know, they're getting phone calls all year long to come work at a different agency or do something differently. But they're never going to be promoted to a vice president or to a salesperson. They're awesome and a crucial part of an agency or that process. And you really just kind of want to chain them to the chair, right?
1: (laughs) Absolutely. And what a lot of companies don't understand Is the true cost of losing someone who is very valuable and skilled at their position. Now, these people we refer to that we, we divide employees into kind of four categories. If you right, the first category are young people with potential. Yes. Okay. The second people are young people who are already superstars. Right. Then I have my, my third category is what we call our MVPs. These are superstars who are older. Right. Right? So they 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 probably have been with you a while. They could be a C suite, whatever it is, but they're your MVPs. And then our other category, we call them solid citizens. Right. They may be older, may have been with you a while. They do a fantastic job, but as you said, they're never gonna get they're never gonna be a VP or anything like that. But if you lose them, boy, do you know about it.
2: Yes, exactly.
1: And the cost of replacing and hiring those people is incalculable. And you've seen the, 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 the surveys as well as I have. It can cost between 200 or 400% of their salary. Yes. But a total cost, which is loss of reputation, loss of customers, training, recruitment, morale, all that kind of thing. Right. In. It's a lot, Right. So if you can put a plan in place that financially makes sense, that incentivize the employee to perform at the level that is really good for you as an employer, and you can incentivize them knowing that ultimately the plan pays for itself and gives you a, a profit on the backside, then that's that's what we, we try to do. And these plans, Ellen, they're not magic. They're not something that we've invented either. We've taken these from Wall Street. Right. In our business, I've had experience of these types of plans working for Barclays Bank. And a lot of what we've taken is from Cox Automotive, which is another huge business. They have written a similar, it's a similar, absolutely identical approach. But what we've done is tailored it for, for Main Street.
0: Right. So when you talk about this, the first thing, and we don't need to go into great detail about this, but they always say, oh, this is too good to be true. Well, we show you how it works, and it is not an overnight program. And so this is a long game strategy that will provide opportunities for short term rewards to your employees. In the short term, we're talking about three, four years.
1: And what we say to all of our clients is, look, the, we start off helping them design what we call the obligation. Right. What, what am I offering to my employees that is going to fix my problem? Right. So we start there and we say that there's no. don't offer anything unless it's going to do the job. Mm-hmm. And don't offer a new plan if it doesn't make sense on a standalone basis. Right. Forget the fact that I can do all my magic behind the scenes. Right, right. Money downstream. If I promise Helen 10% of her salary each year, over and above everything else I do for Helen, if that in itself doesn't make sense, don't do it. Right. But if it does, if if Helen is going to stick around, if I am going to change behavior, if I am going to stop, turnover in my $18 an hour job, if that does the job for me, then I should do it regardless, right? Right, right. All I do is say, now we can make that plan even more affordable for you as a business owner, give you all the other benefits that I can give you, and run that plan for you so you haven't got to worry about it. So we're not trying to sell somebody the financial solution, if you like. We're trying to solve their problem, solve it, and then we'll show you a better way to build the asset to fund that obligation.
0: Right. Well, you know, Trevor, this has been a really exciting conversation because, you know, most of the time we're talking about only the executives or the key people, but any business requires everyone in that business to do the best. Right. And we're always encouraging and trying to incentivize everyone to be present come to their job, knock it out, and it would be fantastic to give them a reward that they can count on, help those young people get a down payment on a house, decide they can afford to have their kids, you know, just all those different things. So this has been super exciting. And so I want to thank you for bringing this concept and starting to spread the word about not only covering key personnel and the C-suite, but also those important people that are, you know, the foundation of any company, large or
1: small. Absolutely. And and we have lots of examples. The most important people in the truck, a trucking company, are the truck drivers. Right. Right. When we, we speak to a construction company, initially they said, our biggest problem is getting the people to turn up on site to do the projects. Right. Right. That's our thing. Then we, they sat down and said, well, actually, that really isn't the biggest problem. They said, we've got foremen and they do a fantastic job. Whatever I, I can't make them work harder to right. care about what they do. They've been with me for 10, 15 years. They're awesome. I love right. them. But I want to take care of them. Maybe for them, it's more of a retirement type plan for me, just looking after them and saying, thank you, continue to do this, and now I will take care of you on the backside. Right. So this is how people thinking, going back to where we started, when people start to think and sit down and really analyze, you know, what are we trying to do for us, for the employees, for the company, and the word that we use is get alignment. Right. So instead of just retention plans, which I've got a vision of someone desperately trying to stop (laughs) hanging on to someone from. Yeah, nobody wants that. Right. If we get employees truly aligned to the goals of the business, then everything just takes off from that point, in my experience.
0: Yeah, you know, and I know we're getting ready to wrap up, but I have a, a funny story of a company. That has an accounting person who handles commissions, right? And they give her whatever she wants. She has like her own room. She comes and goes whenever she wants. And this would be a a perfect plan for her because you know what? If that person were to go, oh my God, I mean, complete catastrophic meltdown, right? I mean, I'm sure they would recover, but it would take a good year or two to, to kind of get it all together. And so, you know. Every company and agency, large or small, has these people in their companies that need to be maybe incentivized differently, or in addition to.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And on that note, and we can talk about this another time. Another of our clients, he is a benefits. He runs a benefits agency with hundreds of of, of agents. Okay. So It's a 1099 relationship, as you know, and he wants to put in place a plan for his top agents, the top 20 2030 agents, and he wants to give them a retirement benefit. He wants to use it, A, to reward them, B, make sure he's getting all of their business, and secondly, have a program now that he can recruit to and hold out to the rest of his agents to say, If you hit these production levels, I can offer you this as well. That's an interesting twist in our space, Helen. It's every man for himself. There's no loyalty.
0: No, I know. And I would love to make that our next topic. I've got it written down here. And I think that would be excellent because we do have industries that have a lot of 1099. I know there's no employee-employer relationship, but there's still intricate parts of that business. And, and that goes for the trucking industry. I think a lot of that, you have some 1099s and and some other industries. So, okay, I'm going to end with our our future podcast is already lined up. This has been a great topic. And if you want more information, you know how to contact us. And Trevor, thank you so much.
1: I loved every second of it, Helen. I'll see you soon.
0: Okay, thank you. Hey, thank you for listening to this episode of On Life with Helen Ornella's podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard, please share with a friend. And if you haven't already subscribed, rated, and reviewed on your favorite podcast player, please do. If you have any questions or comments, any topic ideas, or you might want to be a guest on my show, you can reach me directly, Helen at Ornella's insurance.com, H e l e n at O-R-N-E-L-L-A-S insurance.com. In closing, this podcast is dedicated to all who believe in preparing for the future and beyond.